Today is the 27th day of November. Welcome to the Daily Audio Bible. I am Brian. Welcome to the Global Campfire. All gathered around, all cozy, all with a place, all together in a safe oasis that we get to make for each other each day. This is a safe place. We don't have to do a lot of work here. We have to do a lot of rest. Allowing God's word to speak for itself into our eyes as we rest in him and take this next step forward. And our next step leads us back into the book of Daniel. We began Daniel a couple of days ago, and so we will continue today before moving into Second Peter, Peter's second letter. And we'll talk about that when we get there. But first, Daniel chapter 4. King Nebuchadnezzar, to the nations and peoples of every language who live in all the earth, may you prosper greatly. It is my pleasure to tell you about the miraculous signs and wonders that the Most High God has performed for me. How great are his signs! How mighty his wonders! His kingdom is an eternal kingdom. His dominion endures from generation to generation. I, Nebuchadnezzar, was at home in my palace, contented and prosperous. I had a dream that made me afraid, and as I was lying in bed, the images and visions that passed through my mind terrified me. So I commanded that all the wise men of Babylon be brought before me to interpret the dream for me. When the magicians, enchanters, astrologers, and diviners came, I told them the dream, but they could not interpret it for me. Finally, Daniel came into my presence, and I told him the dream. He is called Belteshazzar, after the name of my God and the spirit of the holy gods is in him. I said, Belteshazzar, chief of the magicians, I know that the spirit of the holy gods is in you, and no mystery is too difficult for you. Here is my dream. Interpret it for me. These are the visions I saw while lying in bed. I looked, and there before me stood a tree in the middle of the land. Its height was enormous. The tree grew large and strong, and its top touched the sky. It was visible to the ends of the earth. Its leaves were beautiful, its fruit abundant, and on it was food for all. Under it, the wild animals found shelter, and the birds lived in its branches. From it, every creature was fed. In the visions I saw while lying in bed, I looked, and there before me was a holy one, a messenger coming down from heaven. He called in a loud voice, "'Cut down the tree and trim off its branches.' Strip off its leaves and scatter its fruits. Let the animals flee from under it and the birds from its branches. But let the stump and its roots, bound with iron and bronze, remain in the ground, in the grass of the field. Let him be drenched with the dew of heaven, and let him live with the animals among the plants of the earth. Let his mind be changed from that of a man and let him be given the mind of an animal till seven times pass by for him. The decision is announced by messengers. The holy ones declare the verdict, so that the living may know that the Most High is sovereign over all kingdoms on earth and gives them to anyone he wishes and sets over them the lowliest of people. This is the dream that I, King Nebuchadnezzar, had. Now, Belteshazzar, tell me what it means, for none of the wise men in my kingdom can interpret it for me, but you can, because the spirit of the holy gods is in you. Then 
Daniel, also called Belteshazzar, was greatly perplexed for a time, and his thoughts terrified him. So the king said, Belteshazzar, do not let the dream or its meaning alarm you. Belteshazzar answered, My lord, if only the dream applied to your enemies and its meaning to your adversaries. The tree which you saw, which grew large and strong, with its top touching the sky, visible to the whole earth, with beautiful leaves and abundant fruit, providing food for all, giving shelter to the wild animals, and having nesting places in its branches for the birds. Your Majesty, you are that tree. You have become great and strong. Your greatness has grown until it reaches the sky, and your dominion extends to distant parts of the earth. Your Majesty saw a holy one, a messenger coming down from heaven and saying, Cut down the tree and destroy it, but leave the stump bound with iron and bronze in the grass of the field, while its roots remain in the ground. Let him be drenched with the dew of heaven. Let him live with the wild animals until seven times pass by for him. This is the interpretation, Your Majesty, and this is the decree the Most High has issued against my Lord the King. You will be driven away from people and will live with the wild animals. You will eat grass like the ox and be drenched with the dew of heaven. Seven times will pass by for you until you acknowledge that the Most High is sovereign over all kingdoms on earth and gives them to anyone he wishes. The command to leave the stump of the tree with its roots means that your kingdom will be restored to you when you acknowledge that heaven rules. Therefore, Your Majesty, be pleased to accept my advice. Renounce your sins by doing what is right and your wickedness by being kind to the oppressed. It may be that then your prosperity will continue. All this happened to King Nebuchadnezzar. Twelve months later, as the king was walking on the roof of the royal palace of Babylon, he said, Is not this the great Babylon I have built as the royal residence? by my mighty power and for the glory of my majesty? Even as the words were on his lips, a voice came from heaven. This is what is decreed for you, King Nebuchadnezzar. Your royal authority has been taken from you. You will be driven away from people and will live with the wild animals. You will eat grass like the ox. Seven times will pass by for you until you acknowledge that the Most High is sovereign over all the kingdoms on earth and gives them to anyone he wishes. Immediately what had been said about Nebuchadnezzar was fulfilled. He was driven away from people and ate grass like the ox. His body was drenched with the dew of heaven until his hair grew like the feathers of an eagle and his nails like the claws of a bird. At the end of that time, I, Nebuchadnezzar, raised my eyes toward heaven and my sanity was restored. Then I praised the Most High I honored and glorified him who lives forever. His dominion is an eternal dominion. His kingdom endures from generation to generation. All the peoples of the earth are regarded as nothing. He does as he pleases with the powers of heaven and the peoples of the earth. No one can hold back his hand or say to him, What have you done? At the same time that my sanity was restored, my honor and splendor were returned to me for the glory of my kingdom. My advisors and nobles sought me out and I was restored to my throne and became even greater than before. Now I, Nebuchadnezzar, praise and exalt and glorify the King of Heaven, 
because everything he does is right and all his ways are just and those who walk in pride he is able to humble. Okay, so yesterday we concluded 1 Peter, which leads us to 2 Peter, which is what we're going into now. And 2 Peter is thought to be the final writing of, 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 of St. Peter. We should uh, take note that authorship of this particular letter has been, this has been questioned for all the way back into antiquity. And the acceptance of 2 Peter happened over time and the letter was considered scripture by the 4th century. But the debate kind of still rolls on among biblical scholars who, who see such a different style between the two letters. And so those who are like, no, Peter wrote this, would say that he dictated it and he was dictating it to a different, like a different secretary than he did in his first letter. And there are compelling reasons to consider the letter like we do the book of Hebrews. The author is not known. But there are also compelling reasons to consider that the author was actually the Apostle Peter named in the letter. And if that's true, that's, that's where I fall. It would have been written in the 60s AD, probably he was martyred very shortly thereafter. And our church tradition tells us that Peter, Peter during his execution was crucified and was crucified upside down. But that's not in the Bible, but that's our church tradition. Peter didn't say in this letter who he's, he's specifically writing to. He said he's writing to you who share the same precious faith we have. So that's probably the same people he wrote First Peter to, but he's also mentioning us because we are those people as well. And whereas in First Peter, we were encouraged to, to endure, to, to suffer persecution and understand that we carry the name of God on us, even when we're being crushed by the pressures that are coming against us. Second Peter will warn us about false teaching and it'll be a look inward, like at the corruption that happens within. And rather than just looking at this short letter as an encouragement for us to just live better lives, we need to know that Peter is about to die and he knows that and he says as much in the letter. So this is... I mean, we met Peter a long time ago. This is the guy who walked with Jesus along the Sea of Galilee. He saw the miracles. He was intimate with Jesus. He laughed with him. He cried with him. He lived with him. He was there for the last supper Jesus had. He denied him. He watched him die, but, but he saw him raised to life. This is the man who preached that sermon in the book of Acts and was completely transformed by the Holy Spirit. These may be the final living words of this person, the Apostle Peter. And so we should give them weight in our lives and allow the words to speak the encouragement and the maturity that we need. And so with that, we begin 2 Peter chapter 1. Simon Peter, a servant and apostle of Jesus Christ, to those who, through the righteousness of our God and Savior, Jesus Christ, have received a faith as precious as ours, grace and peace be yours in abundance through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. His divine power has given us everything we need for a godly life through our knowledge of Him who called us by His own glory and goodness. 
Through these, he has given us his very great and precious promises, so that through them you may participate in the divine nature, having escaped the corruption in the world caused by evil desires. For this very reason, make every effort to add to your faith goodness, and to goodness, knowledge, and to knowledge, self-control, and to self-control, perseverance, and to perseverance, godliness, and to godliness, mutual affection, and to mutual affection, love. For if you possess these qualities in increasing measure, they will keep you from being ineffective and unproductive in your knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. But whoever does not have them is nearsighted and blind, forgetting that they have been cleansed from their past sins. Therefore, my brothers and sisters, make every effort to confirm your calling and election. For if you do these things, you will never stumble, and you will receive a rich welcome into the eternal kingdom of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. So I will always remind you of these things, even though you know them and are firmly established in the truth you now have. I think it is right to refresh your memory as long as I live in the tent of this body, because I know that I will soon put it aside, as our Lord Jesus Christ has made clear to me. And I will make every effort to see that after my departure, you will always be able to remember these things. For we did not follow cleverly devised stories when we told you about the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ in power, but we were eyewitnesses of His Majesty. He received honor and glory from God the Father when the voice came to Him from the majestic glory, saying, This is my Son, whom I love. With Him I am well pleased. We ourselves heard this voice that came from heaven when we were with Him on the sacred mountain. We also have the prophetic message as something completely reliable, and you will do well to pay attention to it as to a light shining in a dark place until the day dawns and the morning star rises in your hearts. Above all, you must understand that no prophecy of Scripture came about by the prophet's own interpretation of things. For prophecy never had its origin in the human will, but prophets, though human, spoke from God as they were carried along by the Holy Spirit. Psalm 119, 97-112 Mem Oh, how I love your law! I meditate on it all day long. Your commands are always with me and make me wiser than my enemies. I have more insight than all my teachers, for I meditate on your statutes. I have more understanding than the elders, for I obey your precepts. I have kept my feet from every evil path so that I might obey your word. I have not departed from your laws, for you yourself have taught me. How sweet are your words to my taste, sweeter than honey to my mouth. I gain understanding from your precepts, therefore I hate every wrong path. None. Your word is a lamp for my feet a light on my path. I have taken an oath and confirmed it that I will follow your righteous laws. I have suffered much 
Preserve my life, Lord, according to your word. Accept, Lord, the willing praise of my mouth and teach me your laws. Though I constantly take my life in my hands, I will not forget your law. The wicked have set a snare for me, but I have not strayed from your precepts. Your statutes are my heritage forever. They are the joy of my heart. My heart is set on keeping your decrees to the very end. Proverbs 28, 17 and 18 Anyone tormented by the guilt of murder will seek refuge in the grave. Let no one hold them back. The one whose walk is blameless is kept safe, but the one whose ways are perverse will fall into the pit. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for bringing us into this week. We thank you for all that is going on, and we ask you to help us navigate all the festivities of joy and all the things, all the emotions of this season. And we ask, Holy Spirit, as we move into and through this new territory of Second Peter, that you would speak into our hearts, that you would speak truth into our lives, that we would hear and understand and obey and be changed by and be shaped by. Come, Holy Spirit, we open ourselves to you fully, to all the work that you are doing inside of us. We yield to your authority. We need you. We're desperate. Come, Jesus, we pray in your name. Amen. DailyAudioBible.com is home base. That's the website. So we can find out what's going on around here. It's Christmas. We all know it. It's Christmas time. And we're all moving straight away right to the holiday and so it's holiday time everywhere here at daily audio bible this year we uh we usually have a christmas box but this year we pressed up all of the music from the daily audio bible five different projects and uh made beautifully uh, packaged vinyl albums and they're just gorgeous beautiful commemorative of our year together as we've navigated through the Bible and uh, all of the underlying music from it in these projects. And so that's what we're doing for Christmas this year, all in an effort to, to generate resources for the upcoming release of a brand new Daily Audio Bible app, and that will be coming in the year 2024 been in development for a couple of years now kind of a, a from the ground up rethink of so many things and so that is coming into our world and we'll be serving and hosting the global campfire uh, at some point in the new year and so at this point with Christmas here just uh, inviting everybody to get involved in any way that you can you can find these uh, albums in the Daily Audio Bible shop, whether you're using the app or the website, just look for the Christmas section in the shop and you'll find them there. And for many years, I don't I don't know, more than 15 years, each Christmas we make Christmas ornaments for our trees. So our tree has all the Christmas ornaments from all the years of the Daily Audio Bible. I love that. It's, uh, yeah, it's just a look at 
at all that God has been faithful to us in for all of these years of reading the scriptures every single day. This year we have the ornament uh, and we'll send it out with each order of the vinyl albums. And we normally have them in a Christmas box, but we'll send them out with the vinyl albums this year with the word expand on it for 2023. And so again, you can find it all in in the daily audio Bible shop. Just look for the Christmas section and you'll find it. And thank you. Thank you. Thank you humbly. If you want to partner with the Daily Audio Bible, you can do that at dailyaudiobible.com as well. There's a link on the homepage. If you're using the app, you can press the Give button in the upper right-hand corner. Or the mailing address is P.O. Box 1996, Spring Hill, Tennessee, 37174. And as always, if you have a prayer request or encouragement, you can hit the hotline button in the app. Or you can dial 877 942-4253 and that's it for today but we'll be back tomorrow just a little while we'll be back together I love you I'm Brian and I'll be waiting for you here tomorrow good morning Daily Audio Bible family this is Ryan from Northern Virginia I don't have any prayer requests. I just want to give thanks to the Lord for uh, Brian and this ministry and this entire community and just for the power of prayer. Over the past couple of weeks, I've been facing some uncertainty um, with my health. Um, I I saw the specialist the other day and um, got some good news, um, gave me the thumbs up. But I just want to thank God for prayer. You know, in this time of uncertainty that I was facing I was very fearful and my good friend Andrew brought my requests before um, the entire community of prayer and he showed me some of the responses and the prayers and it really it did bring me to tears and I was just so grateful that there are others that there are people out there praying for others who frankly sometimes don't have the strength to pray for themselves and I'm just so grateful so thank you to Andrew thank you to Brian and this entire community Um, keep on keeping on you guys are doing a a fantastic job and to all the prayer warriors out there may the Lord bless you abundantly and may he be the wind beneath your wings and may he hear your prayers when you call out to him Thank you so much. It's just such a blessing. God bless you all and happy Thanksgiving. Good morning, everyone. It's Susan from Canada, Godzilla Flower Calling. And I just want to uh, pray for our children today. I'm thinking of little Noah, who's brain cancer. Thinking of um, all of our children who are suffering, uh, whether physically or uh, mentally, um, emotionally. Those who have backslidden, um, and, uh, and, and the caregivers as well. So Lord God, I come before your holy throne and I lift up our children to you who are not well. Lord, I pray your healing upon each one, your gentle hand of healing to d- touch each body, dear God, and make them whole again. Lord God, we pray for the caregivers um, and the parents who are suffering along with these children. And we just ask you, God, to be the, our strength, be our guide, be our words, be our, oh, just just be in us, fill us with your Holy Spirit so that we can do the best job possible. Lord God, bring um, 
um, peace in our hearts, all of us, as we struggle through life. Uh, if life didn't have struggles, we wouldn't need you. So we praise you, God, for who you are and that you are leading us. And just around the corner are the green pastures and the still waters. Praise you, Lord. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Hello. This is for Linda from Oregon. Um, I hurt your sister. I am so sorry to hear that about your daughter. I may say a prayer for you and her. Heavenly Father, we thank you because we can come before your throne in confidence, boldly. My heart goes out to this mom who is going through this trial, her daughter, dear God. Father, I pray that you please visit them, visit this mom, and give her peace. And will you please do a miracle in her daughter's life? Please touch her liver, touch her breast, touch her, her spine. Father God, for the cancer has spread it. She cannot take the pain anymore. Father, Father, this world is, that all it's offering is sickness and stuff, Father. But I come before you, your presence with all my heart, together with other people, Father, praying for our loved ones here, for our daily auto Bible family, my siblings, that we love so much. Father, I pray in the name of Jesus that you please wrap them around, wrap your arms around them, and uh, please do a miracle in her life. Please help her as she goes through this, this different, this difficult situation in her body. Heal her daughter, Father. Give her the strength that she needs, Father God. For your strength is perfect, Lord. I pray this in the name of Jesus. I love you, Linda. A lot of hugs for you. Hi, Dad fam. This is Dr. Bob from Phoenix. Uh, this call-in is for our lovely and wonderful prayer warrior, Junk to Treasure. On my walk this morning, I heard you, Junk to Treasure, ask for prayers for yourself and for your family. Not often do you ask prayers for yourself. You are the prayer warrior who is constantly, continually praying for all of us in this community. I wish I could learn to pray like you have, and perhaps I will one day, but I'm sure the entire Worldwide Dab community stands behind me when we wish for blessings for you your family, your sons, your grandchildren, your daughter, your granddaughter as they seek meaningful employment, jobs. We wish you blessings both fi financially, physically, as well as uh, spiritually. You mean so much to us. You offer your prayers up continually for us. I want to have the entire community do the same for you. And I pray that the Lord blesses you and your family entirely as as I've already asked. I wish I was more eloquent with my words, but these words are heartfelt. I enjoy hearing your prayers so much every day. I really uh, 
think that you have made an amazing difference for this entire worldwide community. So I want to let you know that people out here really do care about you. We bless you. We bless you. We thank you. And uh, I wish you Godspeed. Um, so this is Dr. Bob from Phoenix uh, signing off. Blessings to you. Junk to treasure. <laughs>